You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 29, Exploring the Past. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life and give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. Here's some updates. At least this is what I'm thinking about. In the last episode, I talked about taking 100% responsibility for my life, like everything about it. And I want to share how my mind works. A few days later, after recording that podcast, I walked into the kitchen and said to Craig, I wish I knew how to recycle this pan. I wish I knew. As though there's some magic information that I can never access and I'm powerless until somebody tells me. Mindset. It is all about being intentional and catching on to the language that our mind uses, like seeing the mood, seeing the feelings that we create, looking to the past and seeing that thinking as it comes up. The language that we use both in our thoughts and in our words to others, that's everything. Because I easily could have just said, I'm going to figure out how to recycle this. Like a two minute Google search would figure that out. Did you ever take typing in school? Like I took it for two years and the teacher knew that we were going to make mistakes. That was a given. Like anytime you're in a learning environment, you're going to make mistakes. And she encouraged us to catch those mistakes, to see when they were coming up, how they were coming up, and taught us both how to correct it. This is back in the day of a manual typewriter, so how to correct those mistakes. And then to think about the origin of the mistake. Was it from going too fast or not focusing or not having your fingers lined up correctly? Like your pointer fingers on the F and the J. So if your mind fools you like mine did, just recognize it. Know that you can do something about it and then look at rewiring it for next time. So seeing where that came up and then see about how when it comes up next time or how to think about it even before it comes up. That's how you can maintain your personal power. And then sometimes just laugh. That might be the most important part. Just laugh. I know I did. All right, we are well into the new year. How has your experience been? Like, did you do any of the following? Did you make a resolution? Did you identify a dream and make a plan, which makes it a goal? Did you decide to make some changes or not make any changes? Whatever you've done or you want to do or you don't want to do, I'm cheering for you. And remember, if it brings up fear and doubt and uncertainty, then you're definitely on the right track. Like those are your traveling companions. It's not optional. The only option is how much of your time and attention they get. So how much you feed them. Know this. It doesn't go away. Each time you do something new or different or try something new or different, they're going to be right there. Ready to greet you. Ready to turn you around. Go back in the opposite direction. Convince you that whatever you want to do, it's unnecessary. Don't risk it. You could die. At least that's the language that my mind has. That's fear, doubt, and uncertainty. So that's what I've been thinking about. Let's get on to today's episode. 
We explored the future not so long ago in two different ways. The first is seeing it. So opening up to what our heart truly wants and seeing in the future. We rarely do this, if ever. Like we rarely ever identify what we truly want, much less go for it. We usually identify what we think we can have or obtain or achieve and go for that. And there's a big difference between what we think we can have and what's possible. The second way is we explored living from the future and accessing the wisdom there. Like answering our current dilemmas or our current challenges, answering it as though we've already gone through it and how we did it. So accessing the wisdom of our future and who we evolved to be. The last two episodes, we explored the instruction manuals, like how they can be intertwined in our relationships and interfering with our relationships and looking at letting go of those manuals and actually enjoying the people we're around or the people we love, not needing them to be different. That's quite a new twist, right? People can just be as they are and we can love them. So it's time to take on a new subject. And it really relates nicely to the past four episodes because it comes up and it also interferes with both the future and our relationships with others. And that's our past. So yep, we are going back to the past. It's intentional that we're covering it in this order. And the reason is we want to look into the future and we want to look at our relationships and then we want to look at what comes up. Because our past is going to come up. And it very well may be interfering with moving forward and thriving in the future, especially when it's not acknowledged as an issue. So it may be blocking you from letting go of that instruction manual. Like if your past had strict rules on what people must do, must say, must be, how things have to be, it's going to continue to come up and reinforce on why you need the manual rather than open up the possibility that the manual is unnecessary. So we're going to explore this and introduce some new ways of looking at the past. Have you ever met someone stuck in the past? Like who references it with any conversation? How they can't get ahead, how they can't move on, why they have to be the way they are? My eyes always open wide when I meet someone who wants to introduce me to their past Like not only introduce me, but take me there. They want me to see exactly why they are the way they are, why they aren't complete, why they didn't get ahead, whatever it is, however they define themselves based on that. But more importantly, it's like they want to prove how they'll never be able to change. See, if this happened to you, you wouldn't be able to do it either, whatever it is. And I just have to say, no, I I can't go there. I have a fundamental belief that people can change and heal, and let go, and take full control and responsibility for their lives, starting right now. Even find out how to recycle a pan. (laughs) We lived in Maine for a year, and it's an absolutely beautiful place to visit in the summer. Within a few weeks of moving there, we met some people who had lived in that town for a long time, and they told us about the history of the town, how it stopped growing, why it stopped growing, how everything was ruined. Here's what they said. If it wasn't for the mills shutting down, everything would be fine. The mills. And we're talking about textile mills that closed at least 15 years earlier. To these individuals, it was like it was yesterday, and they were held hostage by the mills closing, and they were not going to be unstuck. 
Like they were cemented in that. That was the good time in life. That's the way it had to be. That's the way it should be now. We're not changing. It can be obvious when someone else is stuck, like to identify it, to see how they got stuck, why they stay stuck. But when it's us, different story, not so obvious. Know this, we all have pasts. We've all got stuff. For some of us, it's more obvious than others or heavier than others. What amazes me, and my mind does it too, is that we compare ourselves with others and we lose. We prove how we had it or continue to have it worse. We can't possibly change. And I can tell you from hearing a lot of people's stories throughout my life that everyone has stuff. Here's what our past holds. Disappointment. Failure. Pain. Emotional pain, maybe physical pain. Trauma. Regret. And we fight with it. If it weren't for, insert family member situation, family drama, whatever it is, then I would have insert the outcome that you wanted. So about the past, we beat ourselves up, we become discouraged, and we live it and we play it out over and over. All right, let's just check. Where's your energy right now? And has it shifted with this conversation? Do you feel the emotional energy weighing on you, just even bringing this up? Well, here's the good news. The past is over. It's done. It's never going to change. The pain comes from wanting it to be different or needing it to be different for us to be okay. For us to have permission to move forward. That permission, it's never coming. We have to give it to ourselves. We're the only ones who can. Just in our brief time in exploring this, does it sound like an instruction manual? Like how our past was supposed to be for us to be okay? Or at least what we think it would have taken for us to be okay? Because in writing the framework for this podcast, there's a lot of similarities. Like we could really believe that if our parents were different, our life would be different now. If we didn't grow up in a certain place, if certain family members, if they didn't leave, whatever story that you have or hold on to, you could just insert it right here. Whatever you wished for, whatever you think would have made your life better, you can just insert that right now. There's a fundamental belief that for us to see ourselves differently today, we needed the past to be different. And maybe it's to see ourselves as whole or complete or enough. It required a different past. But we didn't have that past. We had the one we lived. We have the one that we remember. Back to the good news, it's 2019 and the past is really over. We no longer have to argue with it and lose. All the energy we spend arguing with it, it's wasted. It's not going to produce anything productive. It's not going to get us a different result. It's not going to make our relationships now any better. In fact, it's going to perpetuate the same emotions, the same regret and discouragement and disappointment and anger. Whatever else came up, it's going to whip them up like they're fresh again. And it's going to apply it to our relationships now. I say this with the deepest respect, like I'm recording this podcast, knowing that this may be touching some uncomfortable emotions for you. And you may be saying, she doesn't understand. She didn't live through this. She didn't experience this. That's what our minds want to do. They want to tell us. They want to tell us these stories to keep us isolated with the pain that we know 
rather than to explore new ways of doing things or thinking about things because that feels vulnerable. But you're right. I didn't live your experience. You didn't live mine. And one is not better than the other. It's not a competition. I don't win and you lose, and you don't win and I lose. We can win together. We can each know that we've all got stuff in our past. So your future will be limited by how much of the past gets your attention. How much you are defined by it now. How much you see yourself as free or loving or lovable or whole or damaged or incomplete. How you see yourself now is going to dictate what's available to you, like what you'll even consider, what decisions you'll consider today or in the future. How you see your past is going to determine your mindset now. It's going to direct the energy. And know this, the energy can only be focused in one direction at a time. Our brains are wired to really pay attention to the negative. And if that's where we direct our energy, we're going to keep getting the same result. So how does it come up for you? What do you continue to focus on? What do you need to be different about your past? What do you keep arguing with? Do you say that's just how I am? And what does that mean? Like, what does it apply to? Do you tell yourself I've had this issue my entire life? It's not going to change. Why? Why do you tell yourself that? How about this one? I'm not that kind of person. I've always been this way. It's not going to change. Those may be examples of how the past comes up and blocks, how it keeps us past-focused and in a fixed mindset. It can't change, it won't change. It's going to require a new mindset to change. So it's essential to see how it's playing out, the thoughts, the emotions, the patterns, to understand how your mind is wired, to see what the wiring leads to, and decide if you want to continue it. You get to make that decision. Only you. No one can make it for you. And no one can take away the emotions of your past. Only you. Because you can decide to see things differently or to let go. My husband is rewiring his vintage Ford truck, like completely redoing it. Because the wiring was outdated. It wasn't supplying the right amount of electricity where it needed to go when it needed to go there. And there were a few wires that weren't attached to anything. So who knew what they were supposed to be for? Before taking out the wiring, they mapped it all out, each wire, what it went to, or what it didn't go to. I use this as an example that we can do the same things with our minds. We can see the patterns, the natural wiring of our minds, and we can see the emotion that it creates. We can also see how it affects our judgment and decision-making now, like what it's creating for us in our lives, what results we're getting and how it affects today, and it affects our future. I coached someone who was stuck in the past, and she couldn't understand how to access her creativity. She felt like there was something in her that was waiting to be unleashed and had no idea how. So she was an artist who was stuck. And coaching was about deconstructing it, learning how her mind worked. She would set up creative time and look forward to it. And then, before she took any action, she scrutinized it. So the way she felt like her mom would have in the past, she started scrutinizing her own work before even starting, and she was always wrong. She couldn't live up to this standard that she created in her mind, and it played out a lot. But you can imagine she didn't produce much art. So her past blocked the present, 
She really couldn't see into the future except on some rare occasions when she allowed herself to be free. And she didn't know it was happening. She just felt the shutdown. She felt that something was deeper and then she would feel herself shut down. And through coaching, so using different tools, through mapping out the natural wiring in her mind, seeing what was outdated, she could identify the emotions that she was pushing away and explore the thinking. She could decide that the judgment was unnecessary and see the block to creating art, and she could let it go. It didn't happen overnight, but that way of thinking, that natural wiring that occurred over time, that didn't occur overnight either. It took a growth mindset and a fundamental belief that she was whole, creative, and resourceful. And it took a willingness to be uncomfortable in the short term to be able to access that part of her that was filled with creative energy. That was the long-term win. So one example of the past repeating itself. How does it come up for you? Are you ready to give up the story? Are you ready to access the whole creative and resourceful person that you are? The one that could do anything? That's what's going to open up a lot of time and energy that you can direct into what you want today and in the future. We're going to stop here. And we'll touch on it more in the future, in future podcasts. Know this, the instruction manual for how the past should have been, it'll keep you stuck and it'll perpetuate an argument with reality and you'll always lose. The past itself will not change. The way you view it can, and that's what can set you free. And it can strengthen who you are today and how you see yourself in the future and open up all kinds of possibilities that you had no idea were even available to you. And that's the difference between a good life and a phenomenal one. So I'm sending you all my best and a high five, and I'll see you next time. Professional women who want to create phenomenal in their lives and remove the clutter that holds them back, they coach with me. Email me, dina at georgemdcoaching.com for a complimentary discovery call. The time to get started is right now.